Hello, and welcome to another Inside Line podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Daniel Cameron. In this podcast, I will be discussing a five-week-old baby girl with Lyme disease. I first read about this case in the journal Pediatrics by Handel and colleagues. A five-week-old baby girl living in Long Island, New York, was diagnosed with early disseminated Lyme disease. That is, she had multiple rashes that were blanching, a central clearing, and outward expansion, and she also had a rash near the bite. Early disseminated Lyme disease often occurs early in the illness when the bacteria has gone through the body and then back into the skin. The baby, this uh, five-week-old baby girl, was rarely outdoors, according to the family, but the family dog was allowed outdoors. The dog could have brought the baby in contact with a tick. Other researchers have reported pet owners are at higher risk of Lyme disease. The parents did not report seeing a tick. Instead, the parents re- removed, quote, an engorged black bug from behind her left ear six days before the symptoms started, wrote the authors. Now, if the black, quote, bug, unquote, had been a tick, the risk of Lyme disease is as high as 20% because it was engorged. The fact that the bug was uh, engorged means that the tick had time for the bacteria to multiply and migrate from the mid-gut of the tick up to the salivary glands. The higher number of spirochetes in the salivary glands, the more likely the bite will lead to a tick-borne disease. The doctors hospitalized the baby with a fever of 101.1 and irritability. The tick-borne tests were negative, which is pretty common in early Lyme disease. The Western blot Lyme disease test was not performed as the ELISA screen was negative. The doctors were concerned that the baby might be suffering from Lyme meningitis. They attempted to try a spinal tap but were not successful, but they treated for Lyme meningitis anyway with intravenous ceftriaxone. There were no complications on follow-up, according to the authors. Children under 5 years of age are more likely to be infected with Lyme disease, according to the CDC surveillance program. The case of this 5-year-old girl with Lyme disease raises a number of questions. Would it have been helpful if the parents had recognized the bug as a tick? I think we need more education on recognizing what a tick looks like, even though uh, the media talks about it all the time. And the, but the media always shows a typical tick crawling across a, uh, a leaf or maybe one stereotypical tick. Would the parents or the doctors have recognized Lyme disease if the rash were single or atypical? I often find that rashes are overlooked or they're called cellulitis or a bug bite of some sort, but not uh, Lyme disease. Would the baby have been successfully treated with oral antibiotics rather than intravenous antibiotics? In this case, we won't know. I'm happy that the, the girl did well. But often oral antibiotics work well when you catch Lyme disease early. What if the baby did not have a rash? Would the doctor have been willing to use clinical judgment to diagnose Lyme disease in a baby? I find that doctors are reluctant in our area to treat Lyme disease unless they can prove it with a positive test or if they get the right rash. And sometimes they don't even treat unless there's a tick in the middle of the rash. 
Would the IgM Western blot for Lyme disease have been positive if the doctor had ordered a Western blot test? IgM sometimes is positive, and that might help with the diagnosis. Now, if the antibiotic treatment at the time of an engorged tick was started, would that have prevented the need for 24 days of hospitalizations, a spinal tap, and intravenous antibiotics? When is it important to perform a spinal tap? I find that the spinal tap is often negative, even in people who have neurologic Lyme disease, and that was supported by an article by Legigian in the New England Journal of Medicine in 1990. And will the baby girl develop a co-infection? Because there's other infections like Ehrlichia, anaplasmosis, and Babesia that would not be treated with the intravenous uh, antibiotics that the baby has prescribed. Will two weeks of intravenous antibiotics prevent chronic manifestations of Lyme disease? At least a third of patients on follow-up have chronic manifestations. In this case, uh, I always like a follow-up, and I like to treat until the symptoms has resolved. In this case, because the baby was caught at the time of early Lyme, there's a good prognosis, but still follow-up's important. And lastly, what is the risk of having a pet for a child? I find that even with minimal exposure, People do go out and spend time with pets, and they bring the pets in, sometimes on the couch, sometimes on the, the bed, but it's something I see in my practice. Thanks for listening to another Inside Lyme podcast. You can read more about these cases in my show notes and on my website at danielcameronmd.com. As always, it is your likes, comments, reviews, and shares that help spread the word about Lyme disease. Until next time on Inside Lime.